This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. Thank God for Jesus on today. Yeah. Going right into the Word. Feel God's presence. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We'll be in the book of Romans for this devotional message here honoring on this fourth Sunday uh, the young people because our church has a multi-generational vision as well as multi-ethnic in scope and um, we thank God for how the Holy Ghost spoke to me various days this last week and a half-ish um, bits and pieces and then he showed me how to put them together this devotional message from the book of Romans. Romans 8, 5, in the Good News translation, I'll be reading from there. Romans 8, 5, and also Romans 13, verses 13 and 14. I'll change versions there to the New Language translation. Father, we thank you, add wisdom and knowledge and understanding, and may we apply these truths, help us to add to our faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, patience, patience, brotherly kindness, the brotherly kindness, love. We know you're able, God, in Jesus' master's name. Amen. Amen. Romans 8, 5 says, those who live, in other words, walk as their human nature tells them to, have their minds controlled by what human nature wants. Those who live, in other words, walk, as the Spirit tells them to, have their minds controlled by what the Spirit wants. Mm -hmm. Now we go to Romans 13, verses 13 and 14. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. So, we see here in these verses of Scripture, the Spirit is working to inspire us unto holy works of faith. Still yet thankful to God for this Lawful Works of Grace series. So I present to you this devotional for this series. It's for everyone. And especially want to reach out a loving reach to our younger worshipers, young adults and, and youth and all of those in that category. So we want the Holy Spirit to do his work. We must allow him to do it because he's working against the flow of secular traffic, if you will. And he's doing that in the eternal hope that we all may pay attention to the Lord's most imperative directive, which is keep your war clothes on and stay eternally fit 
within. Let's talk about the wisdom behind the title of this message. Keep your war clothes on and stay eternally fit within. This devotional message is helping all of us to realize uh, that God's spiritually transformed, regenerated souls must be daily clothed with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, who are we talking to? The audience is the spiritually transformed. And the Holy Ghost will speak to whomever will listen to this message. And if they are not in that group, the Holy Ghost will give them a hunger and thirst to search and to pursue God with their whole heart and their being. And they will begin to search. And Jesus said, when you search me like that, you will find me. He will reveal himself. He is a rewarder of them that what, who diligently seek him. Amen. Diligently. Without wavering. Amen. You're going to throw everything else to the curb and go after him. So then he will, he will find you. In other words, pick you up. And give you that hand up. And then he will do his heavenly divine power work to spiritually transform. That's what has to happen. And it can't be just some kind of an intellectual reckoning. And then we just base our life on that. Because there will be another supplanting. Unfortunately that happens a lot because the devil works to counter so. So he will bring an alternate thought and throw you off a little. And that's all he needs to do, throw you off a little. Mm -hmm. The problem with false teaching and deceit is that it is mostly true. I said mostly. Mm -hmm. But God wants us to have a complete cleansing so he can transform us by his spirit. We have to go after him wholeheartedly, exclusively. And then he will regenerate, bring back to life regenerate our soul and then that's an internal work and then he will equip us to work the works of him because we live in this world and surrounded by all kinds of fallen attributes of what you know the effects of sin have caused and we need the proper uh endowment from heaven to be clothed you know, with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. So inside out, it, it, it comes, it works its way in, does a work in us and fills us and comes out, out of your belly, out of your, your inner workings will come out the holiness of God. It will be lived. It will be spoken. It will be thought. It will be, it will be who you are, the new self. That's a clothing, if you will, the vernacular of the scripture uses that metaphor. Clothing. That clothing is his gracious power. It's power for us to live a holy and separated life in this present world. That so-called separated life, it's not necessarily a life of seclusion. Sometimes it might be, but mostly it is not. You don't live on a one-man's island. We're in this world, as the old adage goes, but we're not a part of it, uh, even though we're in it, immersed in it with work and such, you know. Uh, it, uh, this, this, this separated life, it, it's not a life of antisocial behavior either. 
where one is looked upon as a deranged soul. Uh, Christians are often pictured that way, especially in the media and in movies at times. Um, so this separated life is not going to make us become a, mit, uh, a misfit of society. Uh, it could mean we're a misfit of society in a heavenly way, though. But without one playing, as they said in the 70s, the nut roll. You don't want to play the nut roll. Amen. Ooh. Be a little cray-cray, you know. Straight jacket. I love Jesus, but I'm in a straight jacket. My God. A lot of folks say, but not everybody's, you know, sane. <laughs> Some people, God bless them, they may need medication for that. Others may need something cast out of them. <laughs> but that's another message. But God wants us to not be on a one man's island. Not necessarily antisocial per se. But we will become countercultural. We need to learn that word. Being countercultural against what is considered to be the secular humanistic social norm. That could very well be the need in many situations. We have to be countercultural a lot these days. We can best walk in heaven's wisdom when we put on what is called in scripture spiritual armor. That's another type of clothing we need to consider. According to Ephesians 6, uh, we need a daily head-to-toe covering. After a complete, refreshed Holy Ghost filling. Some people want you filled with the Holy Ghost, but you're not cleaned out from the inside yet. Right. They want to put icing on a dirty cake. Mm. Can't do that. Let God do the work on the inside. Mm -hmm. And it works its way out, too the outside. God is that inside out kind of God. Amen. He's like a slow cook microwave, <laughs> if you will. Microwave tends to work on the inside out. And the oven, convection oven, works from outside in. And that's why you have to keep checking the meat. Put the thermometer, stick it into the meat, make sure the temperature inside that meat is up to par. Because it works from out to in. But God is an inside out kind of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. He wants to work his way into our being so that everything within us will serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. We need a daily head-to-toe covering after that complete refreshing of the Holy Ghost. You get one filling, but you get fill-ups along the way as needed. Mm -hmm. That should happen on a daily. You get your little checkup. How much Holy Ghost do I need more filling of? Oh, I need more in this area. Not necessarily in this area and that area, but oh, right here, I need a lot right there. Mm -hmm. You feel that valley, Lord, that valley right there, Lord. Mm -hmm. And God knows where those valleys are. You have to open yourself up to Him in worship and prayer and let Him come in and do those things that He need, needs to do. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, So, as stated back in the day, you need to stay prayed up. They used to say that. Mm -hmm. You get all you can get in the Holy Ghost presence. Amen. And he will fill up those valleys. Yes, he will. Tear down high places. You know what he has to do. Yes, sir. And, and as I stated in one of my past sermons, we must armor up. Ephesians 6 said so. When you belong exclusively to God through his faithful work of salvation grace for your soul, 
then you have been initiated, if you will, by a heavenly new birth. It's like, welcome to the warfare. So, to be constantly at war, that's what SAVE is about. We're constantly at war against the stronghold of sin. Born and shaped in a stronghold of sin in this world. It's a fallen place. We cannot allow the secular status quo to take our hearts. Don't let that status quo take your mind. The scriptures teach us we must not be what conformed to this world. But we must be transformed, right, by the renewing of our minds. Amen. We have come to understand that that is not a one-time deal. We need daily renewal in this present world. We recite the Christian affirmation of faith, you know, the Holy Ghost helping us to live a holy and separated life in this present world. But as you see, I'm breaking it down a little more because there's more to that than meets the eye on a page. You have to think about how living things have the biological capacity for the renewal process. And our body has various renewal processes. Otherwise, we would have been bald head a long time ago. There's a such thing as new hair follicles, right? Mm -hmm. There's a such thing as skin redeveloping and growing in a spot where it once had a cut that developed a scab, then the scab came off, and you have new skin under there. Thank God for that. Renewal process. Amen. You cut your nails, and they grow back. Hence, a nice business niche for somebody. Right? <laughs> you get your nails done. But the body, God created, created it to have these renewal processes. Amen. In like manner, our spirit must be, when we're born again, regenerated. That means brought back to life. Brought to life by the Holy Spirit. And if that has ever happened, you will know that you will need renewal from time to time. A filling here and a filling there. Amen. Heaven's eternal quality. Yeah, heaven does have an eternal quality, but here on this earth, we get exhausted. We use up the virtue of our anointing. Ah, the quality has to be renewed, right? So heaven's eternal quality can begin while we are yet mortals in this mortality that we live in. Heaven in earthen vessels, my God. And this earthen vessel needs renewal, my God, because the spirit is always willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit has to help us to do what needs to be done to play this catch-up game, to play this maintenance game, if you will. I'm calling it a game, but it's really warfare, mm -hmm. my God. We all have an appointed time to become immortals into immortality, and judgment comes there, my God. So while we are mortals, we have some things to deal with, don't we? Mm -hmm. But we have to know, we have a, because of spiritual uh, renewal, uh, being reborn, a new birth in God, trans, you know, transformed and regenerated, we have a spiritual life, the new man. So we have immortality and mortality going on. 
You receive Jesus in your life now. You, you turn yourself over to him and he has forgiven your sin. Heal you, set you free to worship him and serve him. And now you're going to need, amen, to work on your spirit man. So you work on your body, yes. But you better work on your spiritual man too. Mm -hmm. You can't neglect your spirit man. No. Okay. See, God is going to bring us to his presence one day when we're translated into immortality forever. That is when we will continue on into eternity based on our choice of reservation mm. that we made in this present world. Mm. What reservation are you working on right now? How have you chosen to walk in this life? That's the question the Holy Ghost is asking. Are you established in God's renewal plan? You have to be renewed on a daily. If it seems as though our choices in life have been working out quite well for a time, you know what? It does not necessarily mean that we are in God's good graces per se, unless we are truly walking in His authoritative will, His sovereign will. Unfortunately, some will have to learn the eternal hard way. The end of our earthly time will be the ultimate revealer of the perilous truth that sheds light on the quality of our walk if we don't allow God the time that he should be taking in us to solidify us in his holy will right now here on this earth. The Holy Ghost is working. His job is still in effect. He is still working on folk. Amen. It has been studied by sociologists, psychologists, and the like that in just three short weeks of consistent behavior, you will be well on your way to a brand new habit, whether that's a good one or a bad one. And you know, the devil knows this as he seeks to destroy us, leading whomever he may convince in any kind of way to uh, allow him to build a stronghold, brick by brick, thought by thought. Those are the bricks. Action by action, bigger bricks. Habit by habit, he's scaffolding now many stories in the building he's making. Fencing us in with that hard, deceitful cement, my God. And that's going to bring us to a hard inevitability. Eternal damnation is something to consider in a most serious way, for that is the rest of your being, my God, where you will spend the rest of your eternity we don't want eternal damnation. That is not what God wants. Why should we want that? In our right mind, we do not. But the devil is cunning and crafty. He has a way to make a bad thing look good. Feel good, taste good, sound good. Can wrap your brain around it. Oh, I got a grip on that. I don't understand all of that spooky spooky stuff they be talking about in our ecclesiastical circles I can wrap my mind around this I feel comfortable I feel cozy see but what the devil does is he makes us have these innate comfort zones which are in error from the get-go 
We have to be transformed. We have to be changed. We have to decide to choose God. Yes. And because that process is there in the Bible for us to you know choose, we ought to know that we're born with something that's not right. And it needs to be corrected. Mm -hmm. And we have to maintain that correction. Lest we go off again on some tangent and decide against God like the devil did. And you see where it got him. Mm -hmm. And he has no reprieve. He has no way to get out of there. He can't go on parole and get out of there. He will never have good behavior, no. He's a liar from the start, the Bible said, and the father of it. Author of confusion, my God. We don't want anything to do with him. Unfortunately, that lure that he has, that bait that he has, is, you know, almost uh, irresistible. But God said we can resist him. And the only way that's going to happen is we must first submit to God all the way. You can't have a 90% submission and a 10% kind of leaving it, you know, for your own innate figure out kind of time. No, we can't do that because that 10% is going to take up the whole 100. We get compulsions. We develop new ones. The enemy gives us new compulsions. Mm -hmm. Ah, new tastes. Like a salesman gives us a taste we never thought we would have. And he sells us things. Some salesmen like the boast about their ability to do such things. Mm. Talking about they could sell ice to an Eskimo. You know, <laughs> they don't need ice. They got ice all around. You know? <laughs> I'll sell water to a fish. I mean, really. Uh, the devil's, you know, got his cunning craftiness ready for our very weakness. And he studies us. He knows of our little gray areas, our little loopholes, a uh, little breach in our character. And he wires up these compulsions, triggers, that he can keep us, you know, at bay and not come into the knowledge of the truth. Jesus wants us born again. Come into the knowledge of the truth. Be intimate with me. Come all the way in. Submit all the way. The only way you're going to get into heaven up high is to bend way down low and submit all the way. Give it all to the Lord. Amen. And that's why the altar is not in the pulpit. We got to come down. Amen. We need to get down and get right with God. Amen. The time is right now. Yes, the only compulsion that should move us should come from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The goal of God by His Spirit is to transform and enable us yes. to live according to the Lord's plan, which will lead us into eternal peace, joy, and love with God in glory forever. I want to hear God say, Pastor Lisa, well done, thy good and faithful servants. How about all of you that hear this message, that are listening to this message? How about you? In the meantime, the Holy Ghost is telling us Keep your war clothes on and stay eternally fit within. Amen. Let us, let us pray. Father God, may we all have the freedom to worship you as we are completely unshackled by the power of your saving grace. From all innate sinfulness, 
which can only come to those moved by God. We can only get the grace of God if we, amen, first are moved by God. It comes by faith, but before that, we need the grace. For by grace are we saved through faith. The grace of God comes. It's power to move the devil out of the way. It's power to sober us up, to open our spiritual ears and eyes and our, the eyes of our heart so that we may sense and know that we have another best choice to make, and that is to choose God. God will cause that to happen. Help us, Lord, to experience that on the real. My God. Help us to choose then as we are sobered up in all areas of our life to call on and begin a right relationship with the Son, Jesus Christ, yeah. according to his gift of faith. And may the Holy Spirit, promised by the Heavenly Father, become a redemptive reality to all souls yet in need of his sanctifying presence in their lives. Help us all, Father God. Breathe the Spirit of the living God into us. Regenerate, Lord. Cleanse as only you can. Yes. Transform as only you can. Do that in us, Lord. And then on us, enabling us to live a holy and separated life in the midst of a world that does not honor God's eternal will. We know you're able, God. Do it, Father God. Yes. I invite you in, oh God, every place in me. Do it, Lord. Hallelujah. Help me in my doubt places. Oh, the dubious places, the dark places, those hidden, locked up closets. Oh, God. Open them all up. Let the bats and skeletons just fall out. Clean me out, Lord. Yes, Do a work, Lord. Yes, Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. You're able, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you. Your power prevail. In the matchless name of Jesus. We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you.